Hello and welcome to the Boot and Hearth podcast. Uh, my name is Grayson Nelson, uh, Liverpool extraordinaire, uh, Scousing heart. Um, and in, I don't know if I'm Scousing mind. I don't know what Scousing mind would be, but we're just going to roll with it. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by Ted Shearer, um, F1 driver extraordinaire, Taylor Swift concert venue uh, in, in heart and mind. Yeah, you nailed it, man. Yeah, happy to be back. Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, uh, for everyone who is not familiar with our podcast, uh, we talk about the Premier League, uh, and we delve into uh, we delve into a couple other things as well, and then we talk the high level stuff. And uh, yeah, don't expect a high level analysis, but it'll be a fun time while we're rolling. Um, so, uh, without further ado. Um, uh, we're not going to do a toast because uh, I hate this first topic. But uh, I'll toast. Feel like, to it. I'll toast. Yeah. I'll do two toasts in case you don't want to. I'll do two. Toast to uh, FSG and them not wanting to spend any money. There you go. Yeah. Uh, toast to Jude Bellingham coming to Spurs. That'll be great. Can't wait for that. That's going to be a hell of a midfield. I. I will buy your car if. Uh, Jude Bellingham. Uh, we can trade vehicles, but if he doesn't go to Tottenham, what do I get? Man, um, well, I'd say I the mean, VR. I'd say the VR is yeah, definitely. Uh, you know my VR, man, you don't even have a computer that can run it though. Like, yeah, but no, this. I just, I just like the idea of having the VR. Having the VR, your, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it can run my yeah. Switch games. Who knows? Yeah, that would be something. Maybe maybe a six pack. Maybe you get a six pack, buddy. Yeah, uh it's more than I was expecting. I will take that. Um <laughs> and before yeah, Fabrizio Romano, here we go. Uh here we he, go. He loved Bellingham loves the uh the mission of Ryan Mason's new uh Tottenham in the summer. We're trying a new strategy, man. In fact, we're gonna hire three managers and we're gonna rotate them every week. We're gonna we're gonna use a different manager for every matchup. We want the you know how you know how rotational uh team tactics work where you, oh. you know, you're gonna throw on Pedro Poro when you want a more attacking wing back. Well, instead of changing out players, man, we're just gonna change out tactics. We're gonna switch out managers. It's the that, new meta. Brilliant. Brilliant. That is, yep. I can't, I can't wait to see you guys end up in fourth uh, with that tactic. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, great, man. Yeah. Uh, okay, so first topic of the day, Ted. Uh, Ted, uh, you, I guess you didn't send this over, but I initially saw a tweet from Paul Joyce, uh, who is a writer for the Times, the London Times, and it, the tweet said Liverpool cool pursuit of Bellingham and look for alternatives. And then I clicked the link to the article, and the article is titled Liverpool End <laughs> Pursuit for Bellingham um, and Look for Alternatives. And I'm, I'm going to be – we're going to start this off right. I think cool and end are two very different <laughs> things. Those are, those are wildly different, different concepts when it comes to chasing a transfer. Let me tell you, man, when Fabrizio sent this across my desk, I really was surprised. I Because, I mean, you've been hyping this up like this was a done deal since, I don't know, how many months I ago? I have not been hyping this up like a done deal. 
I don't think I've talked. If anything, I can say Liverpool and pursuit of Jude Bellingham because of Grayson. Can you you point to more than two times that I've talked about Bellingham? I I might have uninitiated about it. Uninitiated? I don't think I've ever mentioned Bellingham. I don't know, man. Nah, go through the pods. Go through the pods. Find the receipts. You can't check the archives. Check the archives. Get the producer on it. Yeah, what number episode? What episode number are we talking about? <laughs> I literally no episode. Yeah, zero episode number because I haven't done it. But because we stopped numbering them. All right, so Liverpool and cool slash end pursuit uh, for Jude Bellingham. Um, so uh, Paul Joyce is tier one for Liverpool. He is. Like, one of our only, like, he is one of the top journalists when it comes to Liverpool news and the like. So, I was really hoping this was going to be, like, a Daily Mirror article. I don't like seeing this come from Paul Joyce. Um, But, I don't know. We've played these games before. Like, Liverpool has played, I feel like every transfer rumors that we've had, it's either comes out of fucking nowhere Luis Diaz, uh, Tottenham legend Luis Diaz, uh, or it's a massively drawn out thing where they're battling for this. I'm not gonna let that slide. Yeah, no, we're gonna let that one slide. Um, I'm not gonna let that slide. We forced y'all into that. You all overpaid. <laughs> uh, he's been great. Like, obviously, he hasn't played this season because he's been injured. But I mean. When he has played, he's been lights out. We you didn't guys, even really want the guy, man. Dude, imagine, imagine instead of having Son in his dog shit season this year, you guys could have Luis Diaz on that left side, and he'd have just his dog shit season because it's the tactics' fault, not Son. As evidence, like, like literally, just watch the highlights from last Diaz would have been a club signing, not a Conte signing as well. So. Exactly. Yeah, he'd yeah. sit. He'd sit on the bench. Which, uh, which means he'd be in Ren with uh, Jed Spence wallowing on away and in, in uh, they'd be tearing it up right now i mean jed spence is uh where where are where stod stod he's uh, been having pretty he's been having mixed performances but I mean, you watch him a lot you big you big stod no fan? no no but uh i you know i have a, a a spurs fan over in france currently i text him occasionally about it He's ah, been keeping an eye on it. Got I got, you, I got, got I got scouts. You got you know, connects. I got, I got, a, I got a network. You know. Text um, your boy Fab. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all, all jokes aside, though, I, I gotta ask, man, if this does, like, uh, hypothetically, if this is legit and Liverpool aren't playing games like this, all you've been talking about is, and and Liverpool's that I, Liverpool fans I've also talked to, all they've been talking about has is how they need to revamp the midfield. They need to bring in some 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 youth, some fresh legs, and this. I mean, seemed like the answer to that, and now it's kind of falling off the table here. Potentially, potentially, if this is true. I mean, like, what are what are the alternatives here? Like, I mean, where do you what do you is this the end of the line? Like, what happens next? Oh yeah, no, the club just dissolves when we don't get Bellingham, and it's just <laughs> yeah, we just say, hey, it's been fun while we've had it. Um, hope everyone can start supporting Everton now in the championship. Um, no, it's. Uh, uh, one, I, I was saying that I think this might be posturing, but we have a new sporting director who's also on his way out. Um, and we haven't brought any... I don't think we've brought anyone in to fill that void yet. Um, and so 
I don't know if we have a replacement for that. So he's going to be leading leading the bid for that. I think there is more merit to this than uh, than I would than there was in like when when this was going when this was happening with Verge or or Allison. Um, alternatives. Um, Mason Mount is getting talked about a lot. Mason James Mount, Madison. Um, Sorry, I just threw the name in there. But no, I wasn't wrong. talking. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Mason I Mount. Wait, I was waiting for the chirp. All right. James uh, Madison. Uh, uh, Mason Mount. Yeah, he's been getting talked about a lot. Um, but I wouldn't. I don't know if he's necessarily an eight. Like I don't know if he can. I don't know if he. I'd find it tough to see him. I, he, I mean, he's a great player. He's a really good player. But Chelsea are also valuing him at like sixty million or fifty, sixty million, which his contract is up. I think next year or something and they're out like it doesn't look like they're going to sign another one. So that is a massive overvaluation for that. Uh, maybe 70. I thought 70. Uh, but Mason Mount is the one of the ones that's getting tossed around. I love Connor Gallagher. I love he's Connor a nice Gallagher. Player. He he's a is good such a dog in the midfield like that. that he's just an absolute workhorse. Um, and I would love to get our hands on him for a reasonable price. He also doesn't get consistent playing time at Chelsea. And I feel like he could definitely get consistent playing time. Like he, he was amazing. He was really good at crystal palace. I was going to say, yeah. So like he's originally from Chelsea and then they loaned him out to yes. palace. Right. Yes. And he came back. So yeah, no, I, yeah, I think I, he's a good player. I, I think I don't, Here's my worry. I don't think like is he enough? Is he would he be the difference maker? No, there needs to be at least two signings. There needs to be at least two. Um and I would I would take I would try and go for Gallagher and Mount at the same time. Typically I would say that getting like if a player sells you if a team sells you one player, there's nowhere they're selling you two players, especially at the same position. But Chelsea, as we talked about last last week they can field an 11 v 11 and a 9 v 9 they've got the room to get rid of players so uh we'll see what ends up happening there they're going to be clearing house this summer so um there's that dude i don't really know it's just like all of the reporting that we have is just around bellingham and it's getting kind of old because it's like all right obviously bellingham everyone wants Bellingham, but he can't play a full midfield like we need other signings to come in the door, yeah. And so, yeah. like, like, what are the other conversations happening for this? So, I, I, I think there's, um, yeah, I don't really know where we end up going. I, like, honestly, I think, I think everything all or nothing on Bellingham. And I think if we don't end up with Bellingham, there's going to be a lot of rent towards FSG amongst the the specifically the fan base in Liverpool. Like, I think fan base, like, the locals are very... Local fan base has not been a fan of FSG for quite, quite some time, and I think... Uh, I mean, I like, I've been I've been wanting FSG to work because if FSG get forced out, then the only thing next for us is um, oil barons and stuff like that, so I want FSG to work, but... Um, yeah, it's kind of pick your poison at this point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like, there's no. We don't really have someone that can come in and buy the club. Um, that I would, that I would most likely be comfortable with. I mean, 
Um, it de- like at least not a state-run club. Uh, so I want I want them to work out. But if we don't get Bellingham, it you can't make excuses for them. I like everyone knew that we needed midfield replacements last um last year. Um, nothing. Uh, nothing happened though. And I'm, pl- I'm playing devil's advocate here, but like, even y- you still blame them, even if he goes to like, I don't know, Real. Uh, I don't think he'll go to Real, honestly. Really? No, I think he'd go to City, honestly. City. That would be I think he'd, so I think he'd come back. I think he'd come back. I think Real Madrid is down the road. Uh, I think maybe after I, Holland leaves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think he goes. I think he goes to goes to Spain after after England. But I think he's coming to England. So it's either Chelsea and they put him on a fifteen year contract just to or, beat beat FFP. Um, Hundred million pounds. or it's City City bid for him. I mean, they also like they don't need to sell him. But um, are they able to lock him down for a longer contract? And the longer that they hold on to him, the lower his value goes down. So I, I think he wants to come to Liverpool. Honestly, I think he, Stevie G is his favorite player of all time. He's like he's a very smart guy. At least this is what I hear. He's, he's a very smart guy, and and he's not just gonna pick based on money. Liverpool mm-hmm. is definitely a project right now, so so he could go for that. But no, Dude, I think who's your who's your copium dealer? Because you got a yeah, really yeah, thing going yeah. on. Yeah, Dude, I yeah. don't know. I've never been super confident in this. I've never been super confident in this. But that's why I hope behind the scenes they've got other other prospects in the pipe. I mean, Mason Mount credit, would be a good one. But to your credit, you you haven't been that confident about this transfer. I think I've only talked to you about it maybe twice. In open conversation. Yeah, I mean, I I'm not, I'm not one to 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 chalk it up when before the before the the ink is dry and and there's a long way to go on this one. I think Liverpool is really good. Liverpool are really good negotiators. And I think if he wants to come here, they have a way to figure out a deal. I think if it comes out that he wants to come here and they couldn't figure something out, that's ridiculous. That I think people are gonna be fuming on that one. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. I don't think Liverpool are done on the Bellingham train. You think they're playing games? I think it's playing games. But I don't think we have we are in the front running for this at all. Just based on the fact that he is going to cost a lot of money, and the way that FSG has run Liverpool is buy sell. So, and we don't really have that much that we can sell because they're all old. And they had shit season. So stocks are very low right now. Sell some academy players, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> someone else who uh, is an old guy who who um, is getting beat up on this weekend, Andy Robertson, had had an elbow thrown at him by uh, by an assistant, uh, by a linesman in the in the Liverpool uh, Arsenal game. One, where's the eight-game suspension? <laughs> get him off the field get talking? him off the field i mean yeah yeah like give him a red card you know like give him where's his yell where's his caution yeah. um now he's so that referee is is 
essentially suspended until the investigation finishes. But, like, I'm seeing all these referees come and say, like, like they're, they're like, blaming Robertson for this, saying he was instigating. And it's like, all right, so would we say that if, if a player swung, like, if a player elbowed the main ref? Like, no, no one would say that. They'd be like, you can't do that. It's like <laughs> the same thing happens here. You can't fucking like same with the Decore red card on 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 uh, Harry Kane. You can't do that. You can't do it, man. You just uh, can't. Don't give can't. them. Don't give them the choice. You know? No. Um, well, uh, there's a referee like lobbyist group in uh, the United Kingdom that are trying to propose something that. Um, they would prevent them from doing this, uh, giving them the opportunity. They want to propose a six-foot no-go zone around the referees that would uh, that would enter a, at least a yellow, if not a red, um, if you entered the zone. I heard upon announcing this, uh, the entire Fulham team showed up and immediately mobbed the entire team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think... Um, I think Arsenal got fined too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Deserby might have been seen as well. No, Deserby was in the stands. He got a red. Yeah, yeah he got a red just uh, by entering the pitch. What are they going to do about the fourth official? You know, like are the are the coaches allowed to be within a six foot range? And then like when they're subbing on and off, like I like to think for the fourth. For the fourth official, maybe they do it by decibel level. So if you yell at a certain uh, volume at fourth official, then mm-hmm. the card comes in. And then what about like throw-ins, you know, in like corner? Like like this is a linesman head referee. Are we posing a six-foot no-go zone around the linesman? It's just like a restraining order. You've got like some linesman who has like been getting chirped at a little bit by the right by like the right back. And the right back's going to take a corner, and he's like forcing him off with his six-foot <laughs> zone. Uh, he's like, no, you can't enter. You can't enter here. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I love it. I, haven't you ever been watching watching a game and been like, we need more cards? I I bet like like we need more bullshit rules that are 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 not gonna be consistently let's, enforced. Let's not let the boys play. Nah, 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 nah. Which they've been doing a really good job of that over the past two years. Uh, they've been doing a really good job <laughs> of letting the boys play, but um. Yeah, I think this six foot no go zone. Yeah, the six foot no go zone is uh, is ambitious. Whoa, last thing on this, like like, do you think they'd impose VAR for like a six? Oh foot, my god! Can you imagine watching no-go a zone? five minute review on VAR <laughs> of like players getting too close to the ref? There's like a circle. They draw the lines. It's a circle around the ref. Dude, you've got like you've got like Lee Mason with like a draw pad or like an iPad, and he's just like drawing, <laughs> drawing the shakily lines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh no. my god what is happening <laughs> um yeah i think it's i i think uh i think they've lost the plot with that one um uh, i don't him, put them in a big bubble you know maybe in a big inflatable bubble and have them roll around the pitch yeah i wouldn't say this is like uh, like like massively I, i've never heard of this group like this isn't the pgmol saying this um and it's like like you put this out after after the ref elbows robertson like it's like he, he just fucking he bowed him dude like no get him out man red card man red card 
Unreal. At least the yellow. Like, come on, let's be. Yeah, reasonable. yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the? What, what do they do when they come up from? Uh, come up from a foul? Where, where they <laughs> dove? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give him the card. Uh, yeah. So I love um, it. I'm all for it. Ref should. Ref should get cards. Yeah. Oh, one hundred. You well, could you imagine if a ref started carding each other? It'd be carnage. Dude, oh my God. it would be carnage. But then the linesmen are able to start having cards too. But like, what? Like, what's the point there? The, like, like, like this scenario plays out in my head at least. It's one guy pulls out a yellow, shows one of the refs a yellow or a linesman the yellow. He's pulling out a red. You're getting a straight red after that, right? Like, where does the retaliation stop? Well, and then, and then, so if you get a red, you can't give him a red because you're already ejected. Because you're already out. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> Does your yellow that you gave him even count? If you, I think there's probably the there'd probably be a, an agreement with the linesman and the main ref, but then like the fourth ref is like out to dry because it's like, <laughs> like because you know how the fourth ref is always talking to the other coaches. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so like all it takes is one of the the fourth coach saying, "Yeah, he's a bit of a wanker." And then it's like, nope, you got Michael Oliver coming get over there. Yeah, yeah. Let's take the VAR. Can we get a recording? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, the VAR! I didn't even think about the VAR. Did you even? Did you hear that? Yeah, <laughs> he's no. talking shit, man. If uh, imagine, yeah, you got Michael Oliver and then some some VAR ref that gave him a red card um, the other week, and then they're like, oh, that's clearly a penalty, and he's like, no, no, it's Mm-mm. not. Mm-mm. Do you think they'd give him buttons for yellow and red? I feel like they'd have to. I they already have the red button. Do you think you get another red button? That's too complicated. Yeah, yeah. No, you just gotta too, double tap. That's the red, too much maybe. for them. Maybe you hold for five seconds. I don't know. It's a blue uh, with a label maker on it. That <laughs> <laughs> just says red card. <laughs> I didn't have any more red buttons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was too confusing. It was too confusing for that. They just give him like one of those Simon Says things. <laughs> like with the four buttons on it. The t- <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! The progression of buttons for what do you go? What if they give him a bop it in the in the VAR? Pull it. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. What, what? Which one was on sides? I forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Oh, He's slamming the button. Offsides, offsides, offsides. Immediately starts emailing Brighton an apology. Yeah, <laughs> Brighton's already deserved an apology on this one. Um, Speaking of Brighton Brighton and refs, um, one, they got another apology. This is their third apology of the season uh, from, from the refs. Apparently... So apparently, and this is a side note. We're gonna get into something else here in a in a in a sec. But so apparently, the ref, the head of the refs, Howard Webb, went to Brighton and apologized in person. And Deserby was like, "Why are you here? <laughs> like, I do, this means nothing to me." <laughs> and I just love that because it's like, yeah, yeah. What is it? like? Why did you? Hey, what, what did you expect? <laughs> yeah, like you're like. Oh my god! Um, like Deserby probably isn't saying like it probably doesn't give a shit unless you're walking in with a an Easter basket basket filled with Premier League. Dude, points. unless you're like, walking honestly. in with two to three more points, yeah, no, fuck yeah. off. I mean, yeah. So and and I was thinking about this. Uh, 
there's a legitimate chance Brighton could miss out on Europe because of these fucked up calls. Which is insane. There's three like, of them now. There's three of them that they have they have acknowledged were bad. Like, what do you do though? Like, what? Like, all right. So it's been. Yo, I think you give them the points. You think you give them comp like compensation points? Yeah, I think you give them compensation points. Legitimately. What does that even? What does that even begin to look like? Are you taking points from people? Are you just pulling points out of thin air? No, no, no. I think you're pulling points out of thin air. Honestly, that's. That's nuts. Has that ever that hasn't been done? VAR. No, but I mean, we haven't had a team that has been admitted to being wronged three different times. The apology thing blows my mind. Like, because that's acknowledgement. That's like, hey, we have cost you. Which I am happy they're acknowledging it. I would like to say that I am happy that they're acknowledging it because I. But, but, like, can you do that? Like, does the system hold water anymore now that you are acknowledging there are, like, I don't know. We go, I, I, we've talked about this so many times, but I feel like the minute you acknowledge that the system is leaking, you've got a problem. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, but the system clearly wasn't working, you know? Like, we, this ref is off. The ref who fucked up the last Brighton game and didn't give him a tome of the penalty, he's off for the next week. Mike Dean is getting ousted, essentially. He's he's having to stand down from, from VAR duties. Lee Mason, the guy who fucked it up the other weekend, or like, like earlier in the season, he's out. Like, one, dude, this needs to be stopped treating as like some cushy job that you do after you're done playing. Because it's yeah. these old guys who don't know what they're doing. We need, like, they need to start doing specialists or something like that. Because clear one, getting, I think you could get a lot more people to be VAR refs than actual field refs, you know? Mm-hmm. Because then they don't have to worry about getting surrounded until we institute the six-foot no-go zone. Um, like, they don't have to worry about any of that. It, like, there's there's more of an appeal all around for that. I think they shouldn't get a, paid as much as regular refs. But, like, bring in specialists or something. Because this is not – VAR is not doing what it should have been doing. It's really funny. It's really funny that you bring that up because literally, like, the same thing. And I know – I know – I don't know how many – people listen to us are actually you know like from across the pond if you will but like i know a lot of kazakhstan that we compare when we when we compare premier league soccer to the nfl people probably love it but like i gotta say this this exact argument is being made for full-time paid refs in the nfl like it's the exact same argument like it you know stop treating it like a like a side gig and maybe you'll get better results from the referees because they'll they're more specialized to borrow a term from you at their job you know they are specifically trained by the nfl for this position they know what to look for it's the same shit and 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 i couldn't agree more like it really just needs to have it's not like these leagues the money's there too the money is there yes it's so like what's happening here where's the disconnect yeah um no 100 percent i i i I I, th- I I hope 
with the apologies comes change because like i think the apologies are showing that they know this isn't working because i think if they weren't apologizing yes maybe short term they're not acknowledging it so they're we don't have to worry about doing anything about it but then like it, it i don't know man I, I, I think the apologies are a good step. Now we need to do some, do some more. It's acknowledgement. It. I'll give you that. But like, yeah, the next step is what I'm more worried about. Yeah. I, I we're not going to see anything by the end of the season, but we'll see stuff. No. Hopefully going into next Maybe season. Maybe some tweaks to VAR. Just, just something, you know? Yeah. Um, so, um, on to, uh, enough about referees. I'm done. I'm done with referees. <laughs> um, so, we're going to move on to the championship uh, because we have our first promoted team. Um, we have Burnley Football Club uh, are, are, have secured automatic promotion uh, in 40 games, I think. 40 games? No, I think less than that. I, I think with like eight or something games to go. Um, and they... I, I'm hearing a lot of talk from. I'm hearing a lot of talk from uh, like championship podcasts that I listen to that say that this is the best championship team they've seen. Potentially ever. Wow. They think they think the closest thing to it is Wolves under Nuno when they got promoted initially, and that Wolves team that got promoted under Nuno went to challenge for uh, European spots. Do you have? Do you have the the championship table up by any chance? Um, no, I'm just curious. I'm just curious about how many points they're leading right now. Uh, they're leading by a lot. I can tell you they are leading by a lot, and then uh, Sheffield United are comfortably in second. Okay. Um, so, but I don't know what the points are for it. So Burnley have 90 on 40 matches played. Uh, Sheffield yeah, United have 76 in Holy shit. second. 20 points clear. That is something else. I So the only reason I know anything about company is because he's been linked heavily to the Spurs job. Uh, people, Are you kidding? People, Dude, everyone people, has been linked heavily to the Spurs shut job. Up. My cats have really, been linked heavily to the Spurs really job. People really like company, like even to the point where they'd be willing to, to not go for Potch for company. Like it's 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 Dude, pa- probably, what if Ponch doesn't come? This is just this is copium built in for when no this is copium for when Ponch says he doesn't want to come. Dude, no, I would say comp- company has become the number two prospect behind behind Ponch right now. So Nagelsmann is just totally out. I, I have not heard a word on Nagelsmann since it first broke that we were looking at him. It literally has been not, there has been no word on it. So I, I'm I'm not trying to I don't want to go into it because we've talked enough about Spurs managers. Let's continue down this route. Company Vincent Company. Vincent Company is very good. He plays very attacking football. That is, uh, he 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 studied under the tutelage of one young Josep Guardiola at um uh. Or is it Yopep? Name, I guess. What's his first name? Is it Josep or is it Yopep? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Uh, useless. Um, but he plays very attacking football. Um, it is Josep. All right. Thank you. Um, important content. I like, I like this prediction coming out from Dill Bill. Dill Bale in the chat. Uh, Burnley will be top half of the table next year. Book it. 
I think I'm that's that I think that's a good. You won't get you won't get Pickham's points for that, Dill. But I I think you are. I think that is a say. I I don't think that's an unreasonable statement to be making. Um, yeah, company plays uh, really attacking stuff, so it'll be really great to see them in the league. I wonder if they change not. Like I wonder if he goes more pragmatic when he comes up. Um, that would suck. Really annoying. I I honestly am. I know that's obviously what wins games, but like I don't think he should change the way he plays the game. No, no, I think he should. And I have a feeling that even if they change slightly, I think it would still be the core of um attack. Like like go park the bus, lob it up to the big man, and and yeah, it's because for the best. Yeah. No, <laughs> um, they won't. They won't. I added I added this to this section. I so so obviously you know if, if move up, lock it in. Not if when they move up. Who can we lock in? Just another prediction here. Who can we lock in to take their place in the championship? I mean, I've got one. I've got one in mind. I've got one in mind. Who do you have in mind? I'll go first. I'll go first. I I think you can't say Southampton. Okay, if we're not saying Southampton, that makes it a little more interesting. Uh, I think I think I lock in uh, Leicester here. I think they are going down. Uh, I I should have said both of them honestly. Yeah, I think I think Leicester is is doomed. They look so bad. How's your Leicester <laughs> buddy really doing? Bad. Uh so uh, he was thrilled when the Jesse Marsh talks fell through last I talked to him. So so he's actually Oh, he's right going now. down, but at least he doesn't have yeah, an American yeah. manager. God yeah, forbid. at least he's oh not getting God. Jesse Marsh. That was his takeaway last time I talked to him. He was happy Dude, about that. Dude, he's 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 a blood trader. You're, you're he, fine. He was, he was huffing some mad copium because he was talking about how there were rumors about Rafa Benitez going to Leicester. Right, that's not, that's not, no, no. I, I heard, I heard, I heard whispers. I did not hear. No, it wasn't like loud that. and proud, but it was, it was whispered for sure. And so, he no, was, and now they've it, got Dean Smith, who is not yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Dean Smith is not a better option than Jesse Marsh. I would put them lateral. He's so At so. Least. Here's what he said. He brought that up as well, and 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 I'll quote him here. He said, "Dean Smith being one of the best UNC basketball coaches of all time." Uh, he he's a big Duke fan. To put that in context, he's he's not happy about it, but uh, he's he's happier about that appointment than Jesse Marsh is the is the that is what makes on. your friend is huffing paint. <laughs> it makes no sense. Dude, Dean Smith could not keep Norwich up. He got fired from a mid mid. He got fired from. His, let me let me add a little who did more. He get appointed to. Let who me add a little more on that. He said he would rather have caretaker Dean than long term Jesse. That was his. That was his final point. No, not not UNC Dean Smith. I need UNC. I need football. Yeah, football manager, Dean Smith. Who was he with uh, at the beginning of this season? Because he was with someone in the championship. At the he was he went back oh no because he was at Aston Villa he was at Aston Villa he got fired from Aston Villa they brought in Stevie G he took over the Norwich job they got relegated super fast like really fast and then okay. he he wasn't doing anything with them in the championship and he let let and they let him go and it's just like so 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 the idea is that Dean Smith is a caretaker here. Um, and apparently there was rumors that and this is all unverified. So take it all with a grain of salt. We're not professionals here. We're not breaking any news. 
But apparently Jesse Marsh wanted a long-term contract and they weren't willing to give it. So unreal. I mean I mean I wouldn't no, I, don't, I no. wouldn't want Spurs to give Jesse well, Marsh a long-term contract. I think it's also He's, Jesse Marsh did like like yeah, okay. I fine. But I I just I I'm I, just, I, I, I I just like Dean Smith is not Jesse Marsh long term. I Dean's, don't. I not disagree with your analysis of Dean Smith here, but but they, but if, they, if Jesse Marsh wanted a long term contract, they're not going to give him that. And oh. if Dean Smith is just acting as a caretaker manager. I see no problem with that. I, think I that's thought. Fine. I thought of uh, thought of another signing um, for Liverpool. Um, when Leicester go down, I would love Keen- uh, Dewsbury Hall that they've got. Mm-hmm. I think he yeah. would be a really good signing for for Liverpool in theory. Uh, I just remember seeing him. I've seen him in blips. I haven't seen him throughout the full season, so I don't know. I don't know his quality, but um, I think I I, I think he's pretty good, and I think he's that kind of style of, of player that I I would like to like to bring in. Uh, I'm hoping Tyler Morton's done well at, at Blackburn, but he's still too young. So. Um, all right, Dean Smith is there. They're getting relegated regardless. I think that's a really good pick. I yeah. Do, your pick do I do I see Nottingham Forest turning this around? I don't see see I don't see Bournemouth getting relegated anymore. Um, which massive props to them. They've completely righted the ship. I think um, they're getting a lot of points. So then, to me, it's got to be either Everton or Leeds or Forest. It's I be think one of those three. I think Leeds. I think Leeds could definitely still get relegated. I think Leeds, Leeds or Forest are probably bagging that last spot. Um, Everton with Dice, they're not. They're not doing too great. What's ever? What's the rest of Everton's schedule look like? Dude, this relegation mm. battle has been amazing this season. We keep talking about it, but it's just Dude, there, there's so much good stuff coming I'm out. I'm more, I'm more, uh, and, and maybe this, I mean, this may be a Spurs fan again, but like, I'm more interested in the relegation battle than the top four battle right now. Like, it yeah, just, oh, 100%. It, it excites me, me, man. It yeah. excites me. Um, um, Everton, Everton, some of the games they, that they have where they could take points, I would say Fulham's kind of capitulating a little bit right now, and their season's not worth anything mm-hmm. anymore so i think maybe they could get a point there they play crystal Palace, palace. i could see them getting a point yeah. at least leicester city that's gonna be a big game that's three points i think I, that's three points i think they got that one um and then newcastle they lose i think yeah sure. they lose the, i think bournemouth i think the game the, the three big games that i could see them taking points from are bournemouth leicester city and potentially fulham i think crystal palace are playing too well right now um, really i mean they they They've won their last two games, and they've won I mean, them they by smacked. like three yeah. goals and then five goals. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're this week was brutal. Leeds have Leeds have they have full, they also have Leicester and Bournemouth queued up, and they've got West Ham as well, and then the rest is top four. They what also about have Forest? Fulham. So they both Leeds both have Leeds both have Leicester. Oh, and dude, dude, as soon as I made my pick, I regretted it because I lost this gold medal, and I shall pull their remaining games. Our next four games are Man United, Liverpool, Brighton, and Brentford. I think Forrest is probably the best pick right now. No, I still that's right. Dude, are I, you so kidding I wa- me? I watched the I watched the Leicester, I watched the Leicester Bournemouth game, and they were so bad, dude. They were so bad. Like they were like trying to pass it out of the back, it just wasn't working. It just they looked terrible, and I didn't get anything to ship over this game. No man, Forrest. I, I mean, I, South, I, I didn't look got, at numbers enough. 
Forest have been Nate thirty man. Nate thirty yeah. differential. The, the the best three games that they can hope to take from are Crystal Palace off hand Brentford. That's tough, man. That tough. I think I think I wouldn't be surprised stuck like that. Like, These bottom this? Yeah, this bottom three. I mean got a bit of a cushy. They've got leads from West Ham. So I mean we'll see. This is gonna be it's gonna be insane, but I well, yeah. yeah. No. I think probably. I think not probably. I kind of a good uh, viewer and uh, a pod Dilbert Forest is at uh, West Ham. Yeah, I uh, I would agree with that West. I think West Ham are good to go. They they're, they're turn once they switched to the four four two and didn't have isolated Denny Ings up top, uh, it worked out for them. Um, okay, uh, so we've got two quote of the week contenders uh, this week, and th- we've got two bangers. One one of them is a bit long, so so bear with me. But the other one. Uh, is, is nice and short. So this first one is from Micah Richards, who does the Champions uh, League broadcasts over here. He does a lot of Sky Sports stuff. Um, former Man City in Aston Villa uh, right back and played for England a little bit. So he says, at 17, I was earning 5,000 a week, 5,000 pounds. I got 50,000 after going to the England or getting into the England squad. He didn't play there consistently, but he was a really promising young talent. So Man City, after a while, offered him a hundred thousand dollar or hundred thousand pounds a week for five years. He turns it down. He says, "I, I, or I said no because it was second to Pablo Zavaleta. It's the worst decision <laughs> of my life. Why do you think I work for every fucking broadcaster at Aston Villa? I got a contract for fifty k a week, but we got relegated in my first season, so my wages were halved. So this man turned down turn." Turns down a hundred thousand pounds a week to go to twenty five thousand a week. That is brutal. It's a good thing he's a charismatic dude, because if that happens to someone else, that is that is so funny. That's so funny. I think it. I think that's such a good perspective too, because like every time we we see a player, like I'm gonna use Jack Jack Grealish, because I think he's the perfect example. Um. Say leaving he was he was Villa originally, correct? I'm not yeah, misremembering yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Literally the perfect example. I I, I I think every time a player does that, obviously the fan base is is not thrilled. Um mm-hmm. I just think, you know, this is why they do that. Take take this quote right here. Now see the other side of this though is we see Anthony Gordon throw an absolute fit uh <laughs> on the Newcastle side. He got su- Anthony Gordon got subbed off with a minute left in the game, and he threw the biggest hissy fit I've ever seen someone throw. This was after he stopped going to training, forced his way out of relegation-threatened Everton to go to Newcastle, and he's doing stuff like that. No, so, so I think there's two sides of it. One, I think 100%. Go get your bag. Go get your bag at at, at all chances. Uh, that was a yeah. really poor decision of his. He bet on himself. Didn't pay off. It's early. It's early too. That's my. That's my. No, no, no. I'm talking about Michael Richards. It's not. Early oh, oh, Michael oh. Richards. Okay. Yeah, he okay, bet on okay. himself and it didn't pay off. Jack Relish. It started to work out, but I think Jack Relish has a much different mentality than Anthony Gordon. I think Anthony Gordon could screw himself out of quite a bit of potential earnings going forward um, if he continues to act like that. Um. Uh. Anything else on, on this quote? I think it's no. Nah, I just think it's an interesting, interesting perspective from the player. Yeah, that's all. Um, 
So Carlo Ancelotti got gets asked about um, the Chelsea job and if he would take it. He says, uh, I have a fantastic memory. Just imagine my eyebrow is like raised <laughs> to like my hairline. Uh, he says, I have a fantastic memory of Chelsea. I'm a supporter of the club. I won't return there. I, I won't return there. <laughs> Me going back as che- to Chelsea as coach? No, I think Frank Lampard is the right man, and he will do a great job with them. It's like, no, get me away. Like, get me away. I don't care if they have Frank in forever. That's fine. Just don't put me anywhere near that club. This is really funny. I I get I get most of the the laughs out of the the Lampard Lampard per, portion at the end. Um, just only because I a lot of the podcasts I've been listening to recently have been talking about Lampard, and maybe we touched on it too. But Lampard is this just like constant figure of caretaker manager at Chelsea and just kind of the idea that he's going to hold this permanent position as, you know, as caretaker, whenever they fire a manager, who do they bring in? They don't even have to think about it. They just bring in Lampard from the back locker. You know, he's there in the wings waiting and he's like, you know, I've just got a, got a job to do. I'm going to do it. And it's Lampard. So the the fans love him, obviously. So yeah, it's, Um... The word retainer was used. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I, I just love that Carlo Antelotti is like, no, get me nowhere near that job in the most diplomatic and, and nice way possible. Yeah. Um, all right, Boy. you ready for Pickums? Let's do it. Let's run through them. Um, so, so special guest Dylan Bailey. Uh, had a great week in. honestly he bagged in he bagged in uh one of his one of his uh five five pointers he got it he got west ham on west ham v fulham so i would i would qualify dylan bailey as a hammers fan at this point honestly i gave him, him an extra point for the for the deep dive on west ham um so yeah but he came in at six points Six points for the guests, which is, I think, probably one of the better performances we've had out of the guests this year. Uh, yeah, I one, I, I, I think, I think the best performance before that was, uh, uh, they went half and half. So, uh, I did not go half and half. I had quite the shitter. Uh, now, granted, I picked Brighton in that Brighton v Spurs game, and they were robbed of that. That was a full conspiracy to pull that game var is flawless i don't know what you're no, talking about that was they were robbed of that game. red button all day man oh man <laughs> um i Let's love how i love how i oh, okay. lost this week aggressively and one of my picks was man U and man U v everton and i still got wiped <laughs> Dude, oh the God. city v Southampton pick. I just, I knew that wasn't gonna yeah, go I was well. So you insisted. You really so, were. I still feel like they could have done it. Uh, Erling Holland getting that goal in the in the second half was not good. City are stride right now, and it is buckets of goals. Yeah, they are. They are throwing them in right now, and um, I'm I'm scared. So. I really, I wanted Southampton to win that too because I really wanted to see. Yeah, uh, okay. Dylan, yeah, Dylan Burn. I wanted to see Dylan whatever. burn his jersey, man. I was. Oh, I did want to that. see Dylan burn the burn the Holland jersey. Yeah. No jersey burning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Um. All right, we'll go. We'll go you first here. All right. Um. Aston Villa I'm going Aston Villa here. I think Aston been on a tear since I, I ever came, and they really are out and stopping. I'm gonna take Newcastle. 
Because okay. burned them or I'm not going to let that happen again. Didn't count if you picked them and they don't. Uh, I was so you could burn, but maybe they will win. Envy uh, on this one. I talked about the... I just know these it's just Jolene is the one from Fulham. He's got a lot of another lot of another tackles. alternative. Yeah, a lot of tackles at Fulham. I saw earlier in the season, um, and Fulham want like seventy million for him, and he's like twenty eight. It's like no shot, dude. Eat I'm sorry. Ass. Could you say that number one more time? Yeah, seventy million for a twenty eight year old <laughs> defender. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, they're a twenty eight year old midfielder. I don't think so. <laughs> Get that out of my face. So uh, yeah, has it been has it been eight weeks yet, or eight games yet? It's been one game. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, I'm going Everton. <laughs> um, Chelsea v Brighton. I don't care Ooh. about Chelsea anymore now that Grand Potter is there. I'm, Bro, I'm they're I got, so bad now. Dude, I got, they I lost the Wolves. <laughs> I got Brighton all day here. Yeah, Brighton. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Wait, was Brighton yeah. v Brentford this? No, Brighton v Brentford was last weekend. That was such a good game. That was such a good I see, game. I, I think I think I caught a bit of it. I don't think I caught the whole thing. I'm gonna go wrong here, actually. Okay. Because if Spurs can beat Brighton, I think Chelsea could get wrong. Spurs v Bournemouth. Are on the same Chelsea. No, the... Spurs v uh, Bournemouth. That's not what I see. I am here. Unbelievable. I think Bournemouth. Nope. I'm going to go. Obviously, it's fine. Obviously, like, debated Obviously. on your soul every week. <laughs> on record. Uh, the Crystal Palace. I've got Chris Tag here. Okay. Crystal. I mean, they've got lost two games really, um, in both. Um, they're, so. They did. Um, their first half, but they're going to have So, yeah. Uh, just third stint at Cosby. Seen a lot of that, you know. I'm going to as well here. Okay. Um, anything to add? Mm, not really. You know, maybe Zaha cries a little less. Okay, so so I'm gonna. I, I just want to. I, I want to run through something with you real quick. Yeah, go for it. Man. Um, and it's it's uh, Roy Hodgson's managerial career. All right, I want you to guess the country that he started managing in. And actually spent quite a bit of time there. He's, he, I think he spent probably, it seems like he spent at least six years there. No, he spent all, almost over a decade there. Hmm. Can you give me a hint? Um, It's in Europe. Thanks. That's helpful. No kind problem. of. Um, hmm. I'm going to say he was... I'm gonna say he was manager in Spain, maybe. Um, he was a manager in Sweden. No shit, really. He who who spent, was he managing? So he spent. He was at Halmstad's BK from 1976 to 1980. Then he had a stint at Bristol City uh, for a year. He went back to Sweden and was in Sweden from 1982 to 1990 then he goes to switzerland and manages in switzerland for five years manages inter milan off of switzerland he manages inter milan from 1995 to 1997 goes from inter milan to blackburn rovers this was back wait well hold on hold on a sec wait like you don't all right what did he do in switzerland that was that got him the job at inter milan like what that's a good question. 
And then what got him the job back to Blackburn Rovers? So, no, I, all right. So, I, so he coached he coached uh, Neuchatel Jamax for um, in Switzerland for two mm-hmm. years, and then he coached the Switzerland national team for three years. So and he was all he right, big name one. job, probably the biggest name or biggest name job you could have in Switzerland. Uh, so another line in here. Uh, Malmo FF, which was the team that he um, managed for five years from 1985 to 1990, offered him a lifetime contract and he declined it. Is it nah, I'm good. Uh, oh, the, you said a lifetime contract? Li- it, the, the, the thing here is lifetime contract. Um, you could come coach us forever. We don't care. <laughs> uh, he said he was getting taxed too much, but it was like, dude, you were there for ten years. Why are you? Why are you talking about tax? Like, like you were there for clearly you liked it. It didn't bother you too much. No. Yeah, yeah. So then, all right, no, we're gonna keep rolling through this because this is this is insane. So then <laughs> he goes to <laughs> then he goes to. So he was Inter Milan for two years. Goes to Blackburn for a bit. Gets fired from Blackburn or whatever comes back to be the caretaker of Inter Milan in 1999. What was his okay, what was his win percentage in Inter Milan? That's I what don't I know. I, I I we're doing I'm doing a deep dive into Roy Hodgson um after this it's episode. Just, it's just we're like such thing. like literally show me a chart of this of his, his, his managerial career, man. That is insane. That so, is crazy. So so from Inter Milan he goes to Grasshopper Zurich in Switzerland. Then he what? goes to no. Then he goes to Copenhagen, Denmark, and then is Dill still in the chat? If Dill is still in the chat, he manages Udinese in two thousand one. He, I think, he gets fired from Udinese, or 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 he just stops at the end of the season. I think he gets let go, or he finishes the season out with them. I think he finishes the season out with them. Um, and then he goes to manage the UAE from 2002 to 2004. Oh, my God. So this, then, guy's play, this guy's managed everywhere. So then he goes, I'm not done. He, <laughs> We're like halfway through. Th- then, then he goes from UAE to Viking in Norway, manages okay. the Finland national okay. team. Then he goes to Fulham for three years. He's at Liverpool for a, a year, then West Brom, then he was the manager of England for four years, and then Crystal Palace. Bro, this guy. What a managerial career. That CV is two pages long at least. That CV is <laughs> insane. I'm reading through this later. I, this is <laughs> amazing. This you should is write a so book. insane. You should write a book, man. <laughs> Whenever he retires, I, I I do not like autobiographies at all. I, I I'd read I read a Roy Hodgson biography for sure. That's nuts. That is crazy. The diversity in the managerial jobs he's had is is insane. That is wild. Good for him. I honestly would have pegged him as like England through and through and just random teams in England. No, he was all over the place. Good for him. Bro, the dude's like, what, you said 70, 71? He is 75. He's going to come to the MLS now. Now he's got to come manage in the MLS. Uh, that is in the twilight wild. of his career, man. Um, okay. Um, sorry. I'm sorry we went on that. No, that, that was, was fun. That, that was, was a great insane. Time. <laughs> uh, okay, get back to the – we'll get back to the pick'ems. 
Uh, Wolves v. Brentford. Uh, Brentford. Draw, draw. I'm going draw. Draw. Yeah, I'm going no draw. Shit. I can't see how these teams winning. Okay. All right. All right. I go Brentford, man. I, I guess I, I can bet against. See, I I think I can see both of these teams winning. I bet against the bees last weekend and it paid off. I'm not doing it again. Um. All right. Um. Man City v Leicester. Who you got? Hmm. 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 I think I'm going Man City again. Yeah, I'm gonna go Man City. Yeah, I think that's that one's not that I... hard of a hard of one. West Ham v Arsenal. Uh, this is this is Arsenal's. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to argue otherwise. Yeah, hard to argue otherwise. Um. I could see West Ham maybe getting a draw here, like if, if an Arsenal season just collapses on them. Um, but I don't think that's a high high percentage. Forest v Man U. Man United. Man United Man are finishing U. the season strong, and they will be in Champions League. Hmm. <laughs> Are you this seriously one, on the fence about this one? This one feels a little wonky, man. This are, one, you, this one, are you kidding me? I'm, I'm getting a weird vibe from this one. Where is this game? Where is this game being played? Uh, At City Ground. Do you I think I go draw. You're thinking? You're I think I go draw. draw. Why you I just, draw? Why am I saying draw? Um... I don't know, man. I'm 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 trusting my gut here. My gut, my gut, saying that, uh, man, you take this a little less seriously than they should, and Forrest are up for the big game. Okay. Okay. Last one. That's how I feel uh, about but it. Not least, Leeds versus Liverpool. Liverpool are going to smack them down. Oh, Coming off man. a great performance uh, at Arsenal or against oh. Arsenal. How many goals is Nunez scoring here? I don't know. They haven't been starting him, which is really dumb. Like, Nunez looks so... It looks better than Jota. Jota looks terrible. He did not look good against Arsenal. They subbed no, him he at didn't. He looked better when than, did, he looked, when did, he looked better than Salah, though. Salah looked terrible that whole game. I thought that, like, that was the worst game I've ever seen Salah play in a... In a, in a uh, they got to take him off penalties. Like I, I everyone that was saying, so bad. That dude, was dude, so bad. Y'all could have won one, that game. That Y'all could have won that game. That is the second one in a row that he has missed off of the net. Like we don't get that many penalties. You can't like to not even hit the net. You you can't do that. So I think I think I hope they take him off. What do you think? What do you think about a Bobby Firmino start next next week? Oh, dude, I. I don't want him to After go. that performance, I, I, I'm gonna get this year's jersey. I think I might get the Bobby Firmino jersey. Dude, the guy—he's amazing. He's I love that man. I love that man and his teeth. Unless you're playing against him. So going pool this game, I think you'll have this one. Um. All right, and uh, we're locked up. Uh, Ted. Yeah. Ted, would you mind? Uh, would you mind signing us off? Absolutely. Um, um, so you can reach us at the uh, Boot and Hearth, or not the Boot and Hearth. You can reach us at Boot and Hearth at gmail.com. You can also reach us at um, 
the boot and hearth pod on twitch where you can watch us live you can also join our discord at the boot and hearth podcast on discord um any single one of those ways will allow you to get in touch with us and reach out with questions concerns or suggestions which we welcome and read um you know whenever provided with so happy to have you on here tonight and watching and uh thanks for tuning in yeah thank you everyone uh have a good one talk to you talk to you next week